welcome to Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. So, do you like the game hide and seek? It can be fun, right? Sometimes you want to be the seeker, sometimes it's really fun to find a good hiding spot. But imagine if you're playing a game of hide and seek, but the stakes are really high. So high that the best thing that could happen if you're found is that you're just sent back to your country of origin. The worst is that the people you're hiding from might kill you. That's the position that brother and sister Sara and Emiliano find themselves in. They have been running from an international kidnapping ring, and they have made it across into the United States. Sara has been taken into custody by the Border Patrol, but Emiliano was rescued from almost certain death in the desert and has been hiding out at a ranch ever since then. Their father has been in the United States for years. He left many years ago and has a new family in the United States. When he finds out that Emiliano is in Texas at this ranch, he decides to come down and take him back up to where he is currently living in Aurora, Illinois. The problem is, how does he get Emiliano out of Texas without the Border Patrol realizing he's smuggling an illegal immigrant. Emiliano's father thinks that he has a perfect secret compartment that he's created in the back of one of his repair trucks. But Emiliano and Gustav, the man whose ranch he's staying at, are not so sure about his dad's plan. Won't the border patrol inspect the back of the van? I asked. I would. And that toolbox there would be the first place I'd look. They have to go through all the stuff, my father pointed at the clutter of air-conditioned parts. And the two big boxes. Here, we'll cover the handle to the toolbox. I didn't know how to respond. If I were a Border Patrol agent, I'd make my way through the van and move the boxes. A heating and cooling van with Illinois license plates? I don't know. That would make me suspicious. I looked at Gustav to see if he agreed with me, but he only scratched his chin and smiled. Clearly, he thought my father's scheme would not work. But this was something I had to work out with my father, adult to adult. My father closed the hatch to the secret compartment and bounded out of the van. I thought of that too, he said, beaming. He led me and Gustav to the side of the van and pointed to a spot just below the phone number. All of our other vans have the company's address in Aurora, but I took it off this one. Gustav and I moved closer and bent to better examine the place where the address used to be. Sure enough, there was a patch of white where the address had been painted over. Gustav and I looked at each other, and I know we were thinking the same thing. The repainting would be the first thing the Border Patrol would notice. It's not going to work, I said, looking steadily into my father's eyes. He had to know that I was not the same little boy he used to comfort when there were nightmares. Gustav smiled at me and then approached my father slowly, eyes on the ground, pondering. He looked up and tugged at his ear before speaking. Speaking as an impartial observer, I have to say that there's something fishy about a repair vehicle full of disorganized equipment. And no offense, but you seem like the kind of guy who would try to sneak a Mexican in the back of his van. There was a moment of silence. My father's face turned red. Then I laughed. Gustav seemed relieved that his observation had been well received, at least by one. My father was still too flustered to respond, so Gustav pointed in the direction of the barn. Follow me, he said. 
I got an idea. Emiliano has to get to Chicago because his sister gave him a phone, a phone that has a whole bunch of really important information on it that could actually take down an international kidnapping ring. But if it doesn't get there, it could mean the end for Emiliano and Sarah. Illegal by Francisco Stork.